My name is Angela. My name is Nicole. And welcome to the Ominous Ditch Podcast. Hello, Stitchers! Hey, everybody! Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Ominous Stitch Podcast. Whoop, 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 whoop. We are back again. Yeah. <laughs> Guess who's back? <laughs> back, back again. again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, how how's everybody doing today? How's your week been? February still. It's February still for but like one more week. It's going so fast. Right? I know. I can't believe we're already like almost done with two months of 2024. I feel like I always say this. I feel like I'm on repeat, but like, where's the time going? I know. It just goes faster the older you get. I don't like it. No. No, I sir. Don't, I don't like it. <laughs> you don't like it. But that's okay. It's uh, hopefully it'll warm up soon. I, You know what, though? I always say that. No, 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 no. I take it yeah, back. You don't want it to warm up. No, I like it cold. We like it Stay cold because <laughs> then I can be outside doing all my animal chores and be comfortable. There you go. And it's green and it's pretty out. Uh-huh. Okay. And I'm not hot when I'm crocheting. Hot. Watching my Hot. <laughs> when I'm crocheting and watching my son play baseball, it's uh, not hot because like I put the blanket on me and yeah. I crochet. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm, um, my kids have tennis in the evenings and it's so cold at night. Yeah. Like I have to bring blankets. I was at, yes, me too. Yeah. I was at baseball a couple weeks back and I was trying to text my husband things and my fingers Did wouldn't they work because <laughs> it was too cold. It's too cold. I'm like, I need my hand warmers, but I already given them to my daughters. Aww. So I was like, I need my hand warmers. I need my gloves. Seriously. Yeah. Sorry. But I had my warm jacket on that I wore while yes. I was running and that jacket is awesome best purchase yeah 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 yeah. yeah. thank you for I can't believe I inspired that because you did I know Nicole is usually like has always the perfect thing for whatever situation (laughs) that you're in she is ready she is prepared she has the perfect thing and I'm always like MacGyvering (laughs) I was a Girl Scout but I never learned that skill you're MacGruber (laughs) yeah I am I am I'm like always MacGyvering things I'm like this is this will work this will be fine whatever we'll be good um, but this time I inspired her the purchase of yeah, man. the the down jacket for Disney. Which... She was like, "I'm gonna get this." I was like, "Dude, good idea!" Like it's mm-hmm. lightweight because I don't have anything that packs. It's a away. lightweight down jacket, yeah. and it really keeps so I... you warm. And they're small. Brought mine today. Yes, you did. Yeah, but um, because my house is normally cold, but I have the heater on. Today. I noticed. <laughs> I started dying. And you're like, it's so hot. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> um, yes. No. So it's cold, and I like it. Let's not jinx it. Yes. I won't jinx it. Okay. okay. No. No jinx. But you know what? Though I was dreaming of the beach. I was like, oh, I miss beach days because my family would go all the time in yeah. the summer because it's free. It's free. We're really close to it. I mean, it's like forty-five minute drive. Yeah. It's if you want to do something and you don't want to spend money, it's yeah. the perfect thing. Yeah. And I was like, you guys oh. do the beach very well. Yes. Your family does the beach very Again, we well. We pack really well. Mm-hmm. We've got it down to a science and we love it. And it's usually quiet, but I kind of miss those days. So, you know. I'll just take it as it is, California. Yeah, give take it, it as it is. It's we're expecting rain again. You know that. That's so right. We'd rather not do the rain, but that's because we're spoiled California girls. Yes, <laughs> but it rains so bad that it, I saw so many houses leaking, and we had a um, when the big storm came through. I uh-huh. forgot to mention this last week. The um, the there's mud in our neighborhood that just like oh, yeah. came sliding down, and so we saw our workers of the neighborhood. They had to make all these 
mounds of mud of, yeah. of dirt yeah. <laughs> because it came down. And I, I just want to do a quick shout out to our stitchers that checked in on us. You That's guys right. Are so sweet. You did that last time though. I did. I did yeah. do that. Oh, do it again. Do it again. do it again. Thank you, stitchers. Yeah, you guys are always so sweet when you check in on us. But yeah, so it's California is not built to because most rain. of it's desert and so it washes away yes. our grounds don't absorb the nope. water nope and so that's why you know Californians can't drive in the rain because we have we don't it rains so little that all of the oils from the cars exactly make the roads slick it's they don't get washed slippery. away and and um, I'm in the valley yeah. <laughs> where valley duh the yeah, rain just all, sits the rain sits because you're in a valley and yeah. so it has nowhere to drain exactly and so it just like kind of piles up and then it turns it doesn't drain into the ground because nope. the ground is all dust yep. and so it just makes the it's hillsides gross. melt yeah. <laughs> mud 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 everywhere the hillside slide yeah yeah it's we're not california's not designed to, we can handle fires apparently we can <laughs> handle fires we got that down we got that down to a t but yeah rain rain's good for us we just can't handle it so anyway. yeah yeah but yeah so what's got you in stitches so okay I have to show you this and I have to do a brag on my amazing older daughter. Okay. So she, she draws all the time. I've talked about that all the time. She draws. She's an artist. She's a very good artist. artist. She, I think she wants to pursue it as a career. She should do graphic design. Tell her to be an Imagineer. Well, she, I know, I know this is why, this is what's going to make you so happy. Okay. So my husband has been following this trend on TikTok of, of these artists going to like thrift stores and buying landscapes. Okay. And so they'll go buy a landscape for like a couple dollars. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they change it. And then they upcycle it. Right. So they'll paint, they'll paint something like modern into it. I've seen people do it with like ghosts too. Oh really? Spooky scenes. So Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's really funny. Like there's a guy that that had like a, an Italian street scene and then he painted like Archer into it. Oh, and it was really funny. That's like fun. they, they do these little things that you don't expect and it's, it's awesome. It's fun. Yeah. So my husband commissioned my daughter to do it. So oh, he yay. literally found this painting of a landscape. It's a tree with like a little water going by on the side of the road. Okay. Literally found it on the side of a road. What? It's, it's a yard sale, but oh. they had it. <laughs> I thought it was they a had it sitting. I no, like, no, it's no. a cursed painting. Don't you no, touch it. It's a yard sale. They had it sitting on the side of the road. But they were like, oh, just take it. Oh, and okay. we're like, no, let's give you some money for Aww. it. So we got that. And then we got another piece of art that, that my oldest daughter was really excited to turn into something. Okay. And so when she eventually does that one, I'll share that one with, with you. Sweet. But this is her first piece that she did. Okay. I'm going to show it to you. This okay. is hanging on the wall in my husband's office. So that's it. That's the tree. Aww. Now we're going to scroll in. Yes, I kind of see something. We're going to keep scrolling. You're going to love it. Aww. Tell me when you see it. What'd she paint? Is it Winnie the Pooh? Yes. Aww. She painted Winnie the Pooh sleeping against the tree. Oh, that's so sweet. It looks, it looks like it's so part of it. good. It yeah. does. It looks her lighting, like yeah, the way she perfect. lit it and she, the way she painted it. Oh, I My love daughter it. is brilliant. Aww. Also, this this tree had a lot of um, dips and divots in it. Like the oh. whole painting had a lot of dips and divots in it and she color matched it. Like you can't, there's one that you can see because a big chunk was taken out and that's the only one that you can really tell that she oh, repaired. Yeah. But like there's a repair in the tree wow. that I can't even find anymore. 
that's it's awesome. somewhere on here and then there's also a repair over on this side that you can't even find anymore I think it's like somewhere around here I love that you can look super close. good job but she did so good color matching and so now this is it has a little Winnie that the Pooh so cute hanging in my husband's office I love just it just a little just a little yeah, a little it's something a, yeah it's a little nod yeah it's a little but it's nod. perfect because it's it's a it's a good amount of subtle yeah, yeah isn't it great the right amount the mm-hmm. right amount of subtle just yeah. a little hint I love of it. Winnie the Pooh so she, did she sign it no she she needed to I know but to. that's her first her first piece How sweet and so as to for her commission yes my husband got her a phone <laughs> so that was her commission she has a phone I love that oh yeah good well, job, she's a teenager girl. now she needs a phone so yeah yes it's good but isn't that cool that is super I thought cool. you would love it because it's Winnie the Pooh and you I love, love that Winnie yes. so much that's yeah. adorable yeah very cute good yeah, job she did such a good job She's such a good little artist. Yes. We might have to, I'll put that on social if you, yeah. if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. mind. Okay. I'll send it to you. Good, 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 good. Okay. So Nicole, what's got you in stitches? Because this is awesome <laughs> and I've been waiting for it for like two years. It's two, over two years. You guys. It's crazy. I'm going to try to do a cool, like, you know, those things where you, you see a face and it grows like for people's portraits. I want to do this with my artwork of how I like, I took a picture every month of this. So it's over two years, but I finally finished my husband's thing. I was, I told you guys I was going to do it last week and I totally didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Where did I put it? Oh, it's right here. It's in here. Anyway. So, um, what I did two years ago, and you did see this a little bit when I talked about cross stitch, what a year and a half ago, yes. <laughs> so we, long saw, ago we saw it like partially you done. You saw it partially done. So I crossed, finished my cross stitch project for my husband. Yay! Holy crap. Happy um, birthday, Matt. Happy birthday. Happy belated <laughs> birthday, honey. Um, so what I did was like I, I mentioned a year and a half ago, I took a picture of his. He's he's a huge Funko fan, right? And yes, he we huge have Funko fan. <laughs> um, if you saw our house, you'd think we're crazy. But at least he has OCD. He he makes them all nice. But we have like over a thousand Funkos in our house. It's crazy. Yes. Funko Pops. So I took one of his pictures because his other thing he likes to do is is photography and he takes pictures of all his Funkos and he can that's his reasoning and rationale behind everything so I took that photo I popped it into this cool website where you can create your cross stitch program or cross stitch whatever you want yeah that was cool what was it called do you remember I don't remember I will post somewhere I totally forgot where fiddle stitch something like that that's where you did for for I, I did that one mosaic once. I yeah. think yeah but it's similar okay it's very okay. similar but anyway so I finally finished it you guys it took me over two and a half years it it is a picture of um alligator loki (laughs) i love alligator loki alligator loki's the best when she started doing this you didn't know i i i hadn't watched the loki stuff yet so i hadn't and but since then we have watched it and alligator loki has been our favorite yes and i noticed one day you had it here and i was like oh that looks like alligator and you're like it is alligator loki and i was like the funko version he's the yeah, <laughs> color wise, it's really cool, and it's where he usually goes to this park, and he takes pictures on like mountainside. It's cool, you guys. I I just can't believe I finally finished it. So there's my photo. I'll put it on social media. Like I said, I'm gonna try to make a cool like reel out of the photos I've done over the whole what two and a half years or something crazy. 
Um, I don't know if I'm going to cross stitch ever again. <laughs> I love I, I brought it. you over to the dark side. You did. It's all crochet She started now. me on crochet. I mean, I've been a crocheter since I was in college, but she maybe kind of yeah, you used love to, it. So, okay. When Nicole and I first started, when we both figured out that we crochet, because yeah. I started doing it during the pandemic, she's right. been doing it forever, but she only did one thing. One thing. She did a shell blanket. Yes. And that was what that she was, did. And I and stuck that to was it. Crochet, I don't know how to do that. anything else right so I love cross stitching but it takes forever people and I yeah I don't have the patience you, exactly you gave me one cross stitch thing and you to haven't do. done it have you no. <laughs> <laughs> I've used the floss for like other things yeah for crochet <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that's what we do but um I love cross stitching it is really fun but I feel like crocheting is quicker and it's therapeutic and I can, you know, make a lot of different things like amigurumi. Yes. So. I, I introduced you to amigurumi and I think that was what she, was the nail yeah. in the coffin for You're you. Like, oh You're my like, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I want to do. Yes. This is my life's this work. This is my favorite. So yeah, I'm going to post it, but you know, cross stitchers, you know, enjoy this. Um, you know, it's funny too. I, I was telling Angela, there's other stitches in cross stitching, just like in crochet. Uh-huh. Never learned them. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to stick to my X's. Just the X's. My we X's. Just do X's. You know how to do X's. So anyway, take a look. Um, let me know what you guys think. And I'm going to, my husband's already got it because um, it was his birthday. So happy birthday. Happy birthday, Matt. Happy birthday. And guys, I'm insanely impressed. So if you never cross stitch again, it's okay. This is well worth it because <laughs> this is my piece the amount of colors, like you guys. Oh, dude. She had, I don't even know, 30 pages. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and over a thousand colors that Almost. she's sitting here working with. There's like to, boxes. To I had this. to organize them because I'm like, if I don't, I won't know what I'm doing. I have boxes of just my little, um, what is it? Floss. Floss. Yeah. yeah. I'm so impressed. And it's, it's insane. It's gorgeous. That Thank is you. a piece of art. If I had to sell this, I think I told you this. Like, if you had to match money, right? To yeah. How would you wage? have to sell that for? Like, a lot. A couple thousand dollars at least. <laughs> at least. Uh, more. Probably like, I would say maybe tens of thousands of dollars. Because it's been over it's, two and a half years. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I've been doing it every hour for two and a half years, right? Mm -hmm. But it's just taken me that long. Yeah. It's an insane amount of effort. You are I'm incredible. like tired from it. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> it is finished. It is judged. <laughs> no more. It's plaguing me. No more. But you know what's funny? Hmm. You know what's still plaguing me is my blanket. <laughs> I still have to make that you showed me how to do. The mosaic crochet the one blanket. one that's next to you. Yes. The one that my dog is laying on right now. Yes. yes. And the one that we're going to talk about a little bit we today. We are. We're going to talk about. She Yay. brought me a new mosaic crochet. So that's going to be our stitch time. I'm so excited. I'm she so was excited. teaching me and I'm like, this is the coolest. You're like, I don't remember. I don't remember. And I'm like, calm down. <laughs> you're, you're getting ahead of yourself. It's okay. Well, we'll talk about that at stitch time. Okay. Or is it stitch time? Yes. Okay. Well, let's get stitching. Okay, stitchers. So as I just mentioned a few seconds ago, before you heard that wonderful little musical montage, um, we, Nicole brought me another mosaic crochet. And from the time that we did the mosaic crochet blanket, the last time, the Fox mosaic crochet blanket, yep, and the one that my dog is laying on and the one that she hasn't finished, but it was the very first crochet project that we ever started working on together Seriously. back in 2001. Whoop, whoop. Right? Holy crap. No, wait. Two thousand. It was before, right before we started this Not podcast. Two thousand one. 
2021. Oh, 2021. You scared me. <laughs> I was like, I, I was in college at that point. Holy cow. Because math, you know. Oh my gosh, my math. Okay, 2021, y'all. Oh, okay. Funny. Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to leave that in now yep, because yeah, you have to. Yeah, I have to. Oh man. Okay, we'll leave in my my math. Well, you guys know. <laughs> because math, I can't do it. Okay. Okay. So in 2021, there you go. y'all, is y'all. when we started that mosaic crochet blanket. That's right. Since then, she has forgotten how to do mosaic crochet. <laughs> Because we've done a lot of other things. Well, and, done- and with this mosaic one that you were teaching me with this specific one, it was crazy because we had to count 11s and we were like. Yeah, you were counting in 11s. Yes. Yes. And I thought that's what it was only for that specific. I didn't know. Again, I'm, I'm not connecting dots with mosaic. <laughs> Connect the but dots. La, 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 la. But now I do. Now yes. I get it. So she brought me this new thing. She's like, teach me how to do this. Teach this me. So she sent this to me. You guys, just so you know, she sent this to me like two days ago. And she's like. Or maybe, yeah, the maybe yesterday. yesterday. She said, yeah, it was yesterday. <laughs> she sent it to me yesterday. And she's like, can we do this when we record tomorrow? And I'm like, yeah, we got it. And I you're just like, said, really? Teach me. teach me. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, okay, then what? An hour or two later, she sends me a photo of it like half done. I'm like, uh-huh. holy crap. You're like, how do you do it? I'm like, it's easy. There are simple rules that you have to remember when you're doing mosaic crochet. Yes. So when you are looking at the chart, the chart can be very overwhelming because you will see the pattern on the chart and the colors on the chart. It is super overwhelming. And when you're crocheting it, you're like, I don't understand how Mm -hmm. those colors are going to happen because you are constantly changing color every single row. You're like, how does that work? And it works because you are either putting the color to the back or you're bringing the color to the front. Which, duh. That's how it works. Even though you're changing every other row, you're bringing the color to the front or to the back. Right. Okay. So when you're looking at the chart, you will see blank spaces and you will see X's. And BS. Not for bullshit. BS. (laughs) Beginning stitch. Beginning stitch. That's what a BS is. I like like my version. (laughs) I know. I do too. When you start each row, you are starting with a new color. So you have to attach the yarn at the beginning of each row. So you start with your slip knot and you mm-hmm. slip stitch into that first single crochet, mm-hmm. chain one, single crochet into that first single crochet. That same one. That same stitch. Got it. That is your BS, Mom. beginning stitch. The, the hardest one. BS. Mm-hmm. They always start with a single crochet, always, yep. okay? Yep. Now, when the pattern starts, it either is going to have an X or it's going to be blank. Right. If it's blank, it means what? A single crochet in the back row only. Back loops only. Back loops. Single crochet. Not no, back no X. It's a single crochet. That yes. is always in the back loop. Always. 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 Single crochets single. are always in the back loop. Yes. If it has an X, what does that mean you're doing? It is a double crochet into the row below. Two rows below. Two rows below. Sing, a double crochet is always in the front loop. Front loop. Sorry. Two rows below. Two rows below. Okay. And you can see it. You can see it. So when you're doing the double crochet, it's putting that single crochet color to the back. Exactly. Right? Yes. And so that's and why the colors it. pop when they pop. See? And they hide that's when they hide. so cool. Okay. So when you have an X, it's a double crochet, two rows below in the front loop only. Because that's the only loop option you have. Right. That's the only ones you see. The only ones you see. If it is a blank space, it's a single crochet. Back loop only. In the back loop only. Yes. Okay. I got it. On on the charts, you will see that 
they change the color so you know which color you're working with. Right. Either the background color, which the chart that we're working off of um, is just white. They left it white, mm -hmm. but it can be whatever your background color is. And then you're alternating with whatever the other color is of the mosaic crochet that you're right. working on for that row. So this one example has a brown background. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So it's brown or we're doing a leafy green because uh -huh. we're doing the green or and or the flower color, which is gold here. OK, yes. so the chart will tell you which color you're starting with. And then it will either have a blank space, which means it's a single crochet for this many mm -hmm. stitches, or it will have an X, which means it's a double crochet. Single crochets are always the row below and they're in the back loops. Double crochets are always two rows below in the right. front loop. And, and Angela was like, just no, it's not going to build it up high. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're only building it sense. a single crochet at a time. That's yeah. the height that you're working. Makes sense. Yeah. So for this, what I want to do is I think I want to make a cool blanket and it's going to take me a lot, right? <laughs> it will take you, you know, it'll take you a while. So the pattern that she picked, it's this really cool, it's called 70s Retro Flower. So we have another 70s thing. It's by the Dutch Hooker, the Dutch Hooker Crochet. <laughs> and was this a free pattern yes. that you sent to me? It okay. is. Isn't that cool? It's a free pattern, 70s Retro Flower by the Dutch Hooker Crochet. I can't crochet. remember. And it's I a beautiful pattern. I think I got pattern. it on Ravelry, maybe. Ravelry. It looks I like a Ravelry. It. it looks like a Ravelry okay. pattern. I downloaded the PDF. Yeah. I've had it forever. And I was like, dude, I need to do this one. And she has a bunch of YouTube links that yeah. you can click on on this. So if you're new to Mosaic Crochet, she's going to show you how to do it, how to read the charts, how to do the basic mosaic crochet mm -hmm. and how to do borders um, because you are going to have fringe on mm -hmm. the sides because you're changing colors every single time. You're right. tying off and cutting off Which every single time. Which still looks kind of cool. It's cool. It looks like a fringe. I left fringe and on mine because, I, I, because I'm lazy and I don't <laughs> want to do the border. But then also I just think it looks cool. I think for this pattern specifically too, it's 70s. So it kind of like yeah, works. Yeah, it looks. It, it, I like I, that. I love the fringe on it. Yeah. I think they're really, really cool. It. So I, you know, I recommend leaving the fringe, but it's you can do so whatever cool. you want. I so this. this pattern does give you two charts. And it, if you do the two charts, it allows you to offset the flowers. So you're going to do an entire chart one. Mm -hmm. And then before you repeat chart one, you drop down to chart two. Oh, which we didn't get to. We didn't get to chart two. We only did chart one. But chart two will offset the flower. Do, do you see how that it offsets the flower? Oh. When chart one, the flowers in the middle. So on chart two, chart the flowers one, are on. Yes. Which which Angela did. Then I have to go up and then start chart two. You start chart two. Yeah, you Got start chart it. two. And, it and then when you finish chart here. two, then you go back to chart one. And you alternate between the two. Dang it. So let's, again, I should have asked you this before then. So if I make, let's say, like, I want to make this a blanket. Yes. So I would want to multiply this by, let's say, like, 10. Okay. Yeah. So and 180. That will, the chart two will be good to do that because it's going to connect up that top. Right. Cause it looks offset. That, that's why. I'm yeah. It's offset on purpose. Right. So that, that the flower will go like she has it on the example here. So see how these flowers are offset. Oh, duh. Cause it lines up nicely. Right. So this is row one. This is row two. This is row one. Got it. Yeah. That's so pretty. I'm so excited. It's so pretty. Long, okay. I know you've done two mosaic crochet blankets, right? Uh, just the one. No, you did the kitty cat. Oh, that's not mosaic. That's a graphic. 
See, that's where I got confused. Yeah. So Graphagan. I thought those were the same. Graphagan is just changing colors and it's like a double crochet or a single crochet. You decide whatever stitch you're going to use. And then that's when you follow the color on the chart. Ooh. So that's what's different. The graph again, you follow the color on the chart. And it doesn't matter if you want to do a single crochet, a double crochet, half double, whatever kind of stitch you want to do. The stitch stays consistent. Got but it. you're following the chart to know when you change colors. See, that's why I was confused. I thought they were both the same. Mm -mm. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. And then you can also use a chart for filet crochet. And that's a whole different thing because a square on filet crochet is a double crochet chain two. That's right. Right? Double See, crochet chain two. My mind is chart. blown. Or it, if the if the color is filled in, then it's three double crochets. Got it. Yeah. So I want to make this as a mosaic, but let's say I want to, because I was telling you, remember, I was I want to make a, a pillowcase um, yes. for my work pillow. That's like my my college, like their logo. Uh-huh. That would be a graph again. That would be a graph again. Uh. So you just change colors when the box tells you to change That's colors. That's it. Yeah. But with changing colors for me, I always thought that you like you do, you know, you, you pull up your loop and you put your and then you pull the other color. Is that right? When you're changing yes. colors for that one yes. too? Okay. Yes, you bring in the other color. And that one's and then easier, you have to sew it feels the ends like. in. Well, they're yeah, both easy. They're, I mean, it's it's got its challenges because you have to know when to um, you have to keep, if you're keeping the colors going, mm -hmm. you'll, you're dealing with a lot of balls of yarn and the exactly. yarn gets tangled. Well, that's yeah. if I'm doing like three colors, that'd be easier, right? Uh, my cat blanket, I had 14 colors going at the yeah, same time. That's insane. I know. I, mm -hmm. we, we talked about that. That was yeah. hilarious. It's like how you did that. But if yeah. it's like three colors, it's going to be super easier. It, it'll be easier. You're okay. still going to have to like, you know, move the colors, move around. the colors around so they don't get tangled right. or you deal with a tangled mess and you just keep trying no, to pull the yarn. Each I did that. That's the other not week. you. No, I hate that. <laughs> that just drives me insane. So with the, so, so mosaic, you've got a specific single back loop, front loop, double. Yes. You make these cool and it makes it a cool pattern. But then for you're going to have X's and blanks right. on the chart to let you know when you're doing right. a double, when you're doing a single. But graph again is you just choose your own and you can do it from whatever pattern you want. Yeah. You okay. follow you follow the colors on the chart in a graph again. You do not follow the colors on the chart necessarily on um, a mosaic crochet, except for you follow which color you're using on the side there. Right. And you're alternating colors each time, but you aren't changing color necessarily when you're looking on the chart. Right. Because. But see, making this kind of a chart must be much harder than a graphic chart. Right? I think so. Yeah. I think so. There's I mean, if you're used to it, but yeah. you know, there's definitely more thought into it. Because you have to you think, about, think when about when you're doing a single exactly. crochet and you're doing a double. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's so cool of yeah. me. Oh, my mind's blown. <laughs> I love crocheting so much. I love Yay. it. And this pattern does come with written instructions. So if you follow that better. Oh, I didn't even see that. that. Yeah. Uh, look at that. Yeah. So if you follow that, then. You BS. Know, <laughs> beginning stitch. SC always. Oh, wait. BSDC. Why does it go Double back crochet. Forth? Right. Oh, oh, oh. Beginning stitch. And then you do a double crochet. Oh, or you do single crochet. Goes. Double crochet, single crochet. I keep forgetting BS is beginning bullshit. stitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is cool too. Okay, yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> My mind's blown. Yay! It's also confused, but that's good. I mean, not confused. Didn't I just I blow your mind this, this time. time. Didn't I? Woo! <laughs> 
little new kids for you guys. I love that. <laughs> All right. So okay. any other questions on Mosaic Crochet? No, I just need to do it. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm sure more questions will pop up oh, oh. as we go along. So yes. how long did it take you to finish your mosaic? My, my little swatch that I did or the full no, blanket? full blanket. Oh, the full blanket took a long time. Yeah, and I think cool. at one point I was like, I don't want to do another round. This is big <laughs> enough for a lap. That's going to be good. me. Yeah. So I just oh. kind of like, I'm done. And then I left the fringe because again, I was lazy and I'm like, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to work. I just want to bang. No, I, and I like the fringe. So I just, right. you know, cut it also. It was all about the same length for the, Perfect. for the fringe. That's what I probably it do. It looks great. So my, my only problem with this is I want to do this so bad. Yes. But because Angela and I are trying to get our Etsy shop off and running. Yes. I'm trying to create patterns. So that I'm torn between like doing our patterns and mm -hmm. crocheting for fun. It's hard. I want to do all of it. Nothing's fun. I'm torn. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. Right? Yes. That's so, valid. I, I get right? it. I, I feel your struggle. I just, we need to win the lottery. Okay. And then we, I will quit my job, which okay. I still love my job, but I will dedicate my time to crocheting. Okay. Can we do that? Yeah. And go my, ahead. And my lottery. Frenchie farm. Go for it. And the Frenchie farm. Yeah. And panda holder. Oh, panda holder. <laughs> I think you're the wrong ethnicity for that. No. I think you have to be a Chinese do you citizen. Really? Yeah. You have to be a Chinese citizen. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Panda farm. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not going to bring pandas over here. Frenchie farm. Frenchie farm. farms will do. Yeah. Frenchie farm. Yeah. And did then you you'll have my... them yodeling all day long. Did I send you? I didn't. I, I... send you so many Frenchie <laughs> reels. That's kind of like... I go on a tear and I just, because she knows I love anytime on it, I'm on Instagram and my Instagram has figured this out. <laughs> the, the all algorithm. my reels. Yeah. All my reels are like Frenchies. And so I bombard Nicole she with does. a thousand reels of Frenchies. And I love it. <laughs> I want all the Frenchies. And I can just hear you laughing in oh my Oh my head. gosh. Can you imagine if I had just a household like full of Frenchies and how chaotic it would be? <laughs> it would be so chaotic. I don't under, Yes. You would love it and it would make a million percent sense to you. I would laugh all day long. But you'd have so many dogs that are just like, ah! Yeah, yeah. And they just yell and they yodel and they'd be all over and the place. snore and grunt and drool. Oh, I love it. It would be chaos and you would love it, but I think your family would move out. Oh, I think I think, I think my husband would leave me. Yeah, like, it's me or the dogs, Nicole. And you're like, don't make me choose. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, we can dream. Maybe I'll just have a separate house if we win the lottery. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Separate house separate for house your Frenchies. Just for the Frenchies. Yeah. <laughs> and if nobody can find you, you're in your happy place. Yeah. And you're hanging out with Where's the Frenchies. Nicole? And all the yarn. And they'll chase all the yarn <gasps> oh all around gosh. the house. And your yarn will just be strings everywhere. Everywhere. For somebody who loves order, <laughs> I don't understand your obsession with the chaos part of it, too. <laughs> It just right. makes me laugh. I don't know why. It just makes me smile to think about all the crazy little Frenchies I got in my head. I don't know. It's a weird, wild dream. Everybody has one. What's your wild dream? Oh, I love it. I'm living it, baby. I'm living it. <laughs> She's able to make her dreams come true. <laughs> oh, that's my husband. Oh. He makes my dreams. I, oh. I mentioned one tiny little thing and he runs wild with it. And oh. it's it's fun. And yeah, so that's why I have, you know, 11 alpaca and one <laughs> pregnant one and, and farm and oh, chickens. Oh, I love it. Oh, man. 
I love it. I love it too. Okay. Anyway, I have the coolest story time today. I am so like scared, but also ready for this. It's going to be so cool. You're going to love it. I am? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm ready. It's story time. into the sky do you i just learned real quick yeah that that song vanessa carlton wrote was about a crush she had on juilliard not someone she dated Uh but a crush she had on somebody and so people were trying to figure out and they they deduced that it most likely was i forgot his name but was about the actor from it's always sunny in philadelphia the brother Dennis the guy yes. who plays Dennis yes uh Glenn Howerton yes really yes she went to Juilliard with Glenn Howerton he was because they deduced it was about an older guy okay so he's three years older than her okay and she said it was somebody a, a crush she had and when she was at school and that was at Juilliard and he went to Juilliard at that time too and so it ha- naturally had to be him they they said two other people I forgot who they were but they really think it was him oh how funny interesting right yeah he used, like, he used the dentist method on her. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Okay. Uh, righty. This is so fun. I love this. You're going to love this. Okay. okay. Here we go. So Angela knows I love my themes. Yes, you do. I do. And so, you know, this week I was trying to create an episode around the movie that we watched because I made her watch this movie that I, <laughs> I was like this is one of my favorite movies oh my gosh man yeah that okay. uh, yeah. well we'll get there when we'll we get, get to movie soon. time but dude but I don't want it I didn't want to go into cults like <laughs> cults are trippy and there's so many documentaries out there right now about all the different cults there are you know like yeah I, I just I didn't want to get into that so Today, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about ghosts and cryptids of Sweden. 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 But there's, I found, I was like, cool, I found this cool haunted place. There's so much about it. Like, <gasps> so much. So today, I'm just going over one haunted place and two cryptids. Okay. And then we may go over another episode of Haunted Sweden sometime because there's so much, guys. It's crazy. <gasps> okay. Yeah. I'm excited. So the first, we're going to start with a cryptid. Okay. I love and a Please bear with me because, dude, Swedish. Yeah, words. I gotcha. <laughs> That's my Swedish chef, oh, by the I way. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. That's beautiful. <laughs> so, <laughs> Swedish meatball. <laughs> that's what I got out of that. Yep. That's what okay, I said. Good, good, good. Okay. So, the first cryptid. Uh, okay. Ready? Yeah. Storjuljuret. Nice. Okay. That sounded Swedish to me. Oh, <gasps> what is that? It looks like, okay, let me tell you what I think it looks like. <laughs> okay. It looks like a cross between an otter. Okay. And uh, mm, mm. like a killer whale. Okay. Shark. Colors. Killer whale shark okay. thing, but with crocodile and. Uh-huh. That's a good, good cross yeah. of all that. Sure. Yeah. Cool. And he's got flippers though, like he's a snapping flippers. turtle. Yeah. And then they have a man for size comparison. Yeah. <laughs> like, <Hi. hey. laughs> He's big. This yes. thing's big. Okay. So Sweden has its very own lake monster. Okay. Woo. Now, don't forget monster in the kindest way. 
because yes. it's not going to eat you. Yes. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah. Sweet lake monster. Yes. So again, Storyu Yiret, which is the lake Storyo monster or Storyo Yiret. <laughs> same thing, but there's no two O's in this one. But this one's called the great lake animal. Okay. okay. An ancient creature that has over 500 eyewitnesses. Whoa, 500 nice. and 200 have been documented and are being kept in the county museum Yamtili. Uh, the others are oral tales that have not come forward in written testimony. They're like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to tell everybody. Like, <laughs> I don't want to write this down. Like anyway. it's too crazy for me. Too so. crazy. So the first ever written tale of this creature goes back to 1635. Okay. Church minister Mulgans Peterson from Ermdale or H-E-R-M-D-A-L-E. Hermdale? Sure. Sure. Wrote a story about how it came into existence. He writes about, there's two, two ways to go about this. Okay. So the first tale, two trolls. Okay. Yata and Kata. Yata and Kata. <laughs> yes. They concocted a witch's brew on the shore of Lake Sjorsens. And after years and years of boiling the brew, something started to move and quiver in the cauldron, which emitted a huge bang. Ooh. Then from the story itself, which came from adventuresweden.com and Wikipedia, okay? A strange animal with a black worm-like body and cat-like head jumped out of the cauldron and disappeared into the depths of Lake Storjon. The trolls in the cauldrons vanished in a wisp of white smoke, leaving a gaping abyss. The animal enjoyed the lake, grew immensely, and caused horror among the people living around the shores. <laughs> horror. <laughs> Finally, it had gotten to the point where it was long enough to reach around the island Frozon and could bite itself in the tail. Oh, what? Yeah. But then, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then Ketil Hyamte came along and bound the beast by carving spells into a stone that erected on the east shore of Frozone. Parts of the beast were visible above the water line, but it's warned the creature would be liberated someday if someone deciphers the rune stone. And dude, look. Ooh, that's pretty. That's the rune stone. That's so cool. You see it though? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It like goes all the way around the rune. Yeah. Yeah. The other version is that a lake serpent was bound up magically in the lake's depths by Ketil Runski, the man who brought runes to humankind. So FYI, he stole three rune staffs from Odin, and that's how he came up with the runes. Yeah. But Runski carved his spell into the Frozo rune stone. This rune stone dates back to the mid-11th century, the one I showed Angela. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And clearly wow. depicts a large serpent, and it is located on the island of Frozo. Okay, so... It's a cryptid lake monster. Yes. Very similar looking to other cryptid lake monsters yes. that we have seen in the past. So it's a plesiosaur. Yes. Yes. I think so. I think so. Right. Now, as for other written re recorded sightings, these dates. Oh, by the way, it is kind of, but I think it's not. I think it's a oh, different version. A different kind of Because you'll it? hear about this. Okay. Yeah. So these date back as early as the 19th century, other recorded sightings. On July 1857, workers at the iron mill on the lake noticed a creature very far away with a head black and gleaming about the size of a large cat's head with the water movement that suggested to them it was very sea serpent-like. Mm. To me, that sounds like an otter, but you know. Mm -hmm. Then in 1899, Peter Olson published a booklet that documented 22 eyewitness testimonies. 
Olson was a naturalist and concluded most likely the accounts were witnessing an aquatic mammal yet to be identified. Ooh. Which could be. Olson's account ranged the creature to be from 3.5 to 14 meters. Other testimonies reported it to be around 10 meters in length. So that's about 33 feet. Okay. It has been described as having a snake-like body, long neck, a dog-like head, and some claim cat. That's where it, it changes a little bit. Dog cat. Me. Yeah. Which and I said otter. Yeah, which would give it ears unlike most serpents. Some accounts will describe it to have fins rather than ears. Some claim to see several humps on its back, but Olson lumped these cases together with vertical curvings or undulations. Mm, okay. Others describe the creature to have a long pointed tail. Some believe it possesses the ability to quote unquote swim on land, which I guess means to be on land, just like Nessie. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Nessie. Everyone concurs though that the creature in Lake Storgel is harmless and nice. Oh yeah. In the 1890s, after several sightings, an enterprise of locals came together to catch the monster in 1894. No. Yeah. Which King Oscar II caught wind and sponsored the group. Ah, Alas, no. nothing ever came to light. Good. Yes. In August of 2008, a film crew claimed to have captured the creature on film, which with reports that infrared cameras caught an endothermic mass in the lake. <gasps> yes. A member of the crew told Sverges Television that it clearly shows that it's warm and is made up of cells. Otherwise, our cameras wouldn't indicate red. So it can be a sea snake or some other kind of sea animal. Cool. Right? Interesting. So with this information, I present to you some personal stories <gasps> gathered by Storjuldu.net, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Dot N-U. So it's, it's all about him. Yes. Or it. The observation was presented as an eyewitness testimony and made public by farmer Anders Aronson in Salem. Uh, Salom? S-A-L-O-M. Yes. Who wrote... My father, Aaron Anderson in Salome, who is now dead, told me several times that in his youth between 60 and 70 years ago, and together with other people, one fine day he was working with the hay on the estates facing Storium when he saw on an animal that was lying by the shore and moving in the water. Neighbor Martin Person had a red-gray horse with a white mane. And at first, my father and the others who saw the animal thought it was this horse that somehow got into the water in a strange way. The color of the animal matched the head of the horse and the animal, lo, a white man and floated on the water. By the way, this is all translated from Swedish. So, so yeah, the translation translation. Yeah. Yes. After coming to this conclusion, it was decided to go down to the beach and try to save the horse. But coming down the hill, which plunges towards the lake, the animal went with great speed beyond until it suddenly disappeared into the depths. Only then did they understand that they had seen the mysterious animal, which the legends even at that time knew would be in Storjon. Oh, so they were going to try to help the horse that they thought was in distress. Yes. And then and it, it was wasn't like, the horse. It was like, oh, people are coming at me. I better go dive in the water. And then yep. they're like, oh, wait oh. a minute. You're not the horse. Not the horse. Ah, You're the very cool. Here's an observation by Irene Magnuson. It's been a long time, but I remember every second of seeing the big sea monster, mid-July 76. Me and my then-boyfriend, Rolf, had laid nets, just two, because it was so warm and quiet. After we laid the nets, we took an extra turn in the small Eakin boat towards, oh my gosh, Karing 
we can sound soon. Okay, sure. Beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. We What we saw happened between those places. We went straight out from the beach about 200 meters. There was a buoy there. Strange, we thought. It's so deep there. On the way there, a big, big trout jumps as if it has been frightened. When we arrived at the buoy, Rolf, as the party was called, turned off the engine of the rowing boat and we glided towards the buoy. It was totally mirror-like and hot, nauseating, and I felt a strong sense of discomfort. I leaned forward in the bow to see what the buoy was attached to. I saw nothing but my reflection in the water. I told Rolf, but got no answer. I was just about to repeat, but then I hear Rolf, but what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Then he stands pitch white and stares. Then my whole self froze. The heat disappeared, it felt like. About 25 to 30 meters away from us, a gigantic animal arches up. (laughs) There is no doubt that it was a living being. Yay! Yeah. First, a large wave about two meters rolled up. After that, a glossy gray-black back about two meters. And after that, a large, soft wave. We didn't see a face because it was underwater. But there is no doubt that the animal was much larger than our rowing boat. The big waves and the long back showed it clearly. I shouted to Rolf, start the engine, as the animal swam towards us in a small circle. Uh. (laughs) Mm. The engine didn't start until the fourth pull. By then, it had swam so close that we could feel the waves. (gasps) Then it was 15 to 20 meters from us. I was terrified, and it got worse when I see the animal follows us all the way to land. (laughs) Drive onto land, I shouted, but when it became too shallow for the animal, it turned. We were then on Funa's side, but we saw the animal all the way across the lake to Haka's side. That's how big it was. I don't know how that big is, but I'm yeah. sure it's big. Sounds sound, sounds big. Yes. <laughs> yes. There were two pale people who drove very close to the shore to Funa's Viken, where our starting point was. Shocked and pale, we came home to my parents. Rolf Larsen has, has only giggled about the Storjurit before, but now he too is totally convinced the animal animal must be six to seven meters long, least. Yeah. Wow. Cool, right? That is awesome. That's awesome. So there's something there, right? Yes. Got to be. Personal story in July 2006 told by uh, told to Ula Askarsson County Museum Osterland Osterson. Sorry. A man and his ex partner were out on Storjon trolling behind Hover Birgit in a five meter long <laughs> new boat. Oh my Yay. gosh. Yeah, these are hard. It was very calm. At a distance of 20 meters, they suddenly saw something like a spine sticking out of the water. It saw a hump, and in front of it was a log-like spine. The color was brown-black, and the surface was smooth and hard. The creature moved up and down. Twice it appeared to the left of the boat. The man in the boat saw it at close range. The boat rocked a lot. He estimated the length at 20 meters. The creature moved from the Hoverberg side to the Hucka side and was visible all the way. Huge swells formed after it. That's so cool. All of these sightings are the same. This it's like same. the same animal. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. Isn't that crazy? Yes. I think this keeps going. Sorry if I stop. So no worries. I couldn't tell if this was a new story. <laughs> I'll keep going with this one. So J.H. Almgren and two of his brothers were at the beginning of the, no, this is new, of the 20th century out to light between Vatviken and Hoverbergsuden when they caught sight of an object the size of a rowing boat and dark brown in color, which slowly and noiselessly passed by in the direction of Hamaruden. 
The animal or phenomenon was no further from their boat than it was clearly visible in the light of the candle fire. They especially noticed its brown color, which is why their first thought was that it was a rowing boat with people in it who were out to spy on them. That is why all three direct their special attention to the phenomenon. But when no human could be discovered and no oars could be seen or heard, but the object passed by them completely noiselessly and disappeared into the darkness, they began to look at each other with questioning looks. After a hasty discussion, everyone agreed to go home immediately as fast as they could. <laughs> they kept the incident a secret for a long time, but they themselves believed that it was the Storio beast they had seen. Ah, cool. That's right? funny. It's like, uh, let's get out of here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. We're going to go. That is the Storio Yurit. Storio Yurit. It's cool. I love that they have a Nessie there. I they love that there's Nessies Nessie, everywhere, man. This, it's it's always my favorite when you get a cryptid story all around the world and it's a very similar very creature. Similar. And, and yes, there can be differences because it's culture and also... Um, it's also just geographical, right. you know, the animals are going to change a little bit geographically, yeah. but from country to country. Yeah. yeah. But it's the same cryptid. Same cryptid. Same, With all these sightings, like, yes, that are huge. Like, it's I love huge. it. I love it. It's so cool. Also, I love Nessies. Yes. I'm, I'm calling them Nessies. They're not all that. I mean, they're all they're plesiosaurs, all but yeah. yeah. Aw, yay. yay. Okay, that's the first cryptid. We're going to the ghost side of Sweden. <gasps> and I'm taking you to Borgvatnet Vicarage. Here's a okay, photo. Borg. It's very ominous. That is a very ominous photo. Right? I'm like, it looks like a, a nice house, but that photo, man. No. <laughs> Angela, this no, not place a nice house. Not a nice house. Super, super haunted. Okay. I'm oh, telling you, this okay. is crazy. All right. Okay. So the small town of Borgvatnet. Sweden has only 50 residents, a oh. church and a vicarage. It's a tiny, tiny town. Tiny, tiny town. And but the vicarage is where the priests live. Correct. Or, the or they come vicar. and visit. Yes. Yeah. Supposedly, it has the highest number of ghosts per capita in the country. <laughs> what? I would not want to be like sent there to be the, the, the minister. Vicar? No, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. So this shout out goes to the Little House of Horrors. You know that website. <laughs> love them. This is a lot of info from them. But so the most haunted location in the town is the Borgvatnet Vicarage built in 1876. The first ghost stories that exist were circulated in 1927 when Vicar Niels Hedlund discussed an unexplained event written in a letter. He stated that his parents lived in the house prior, but his mother, Marta, passed away from childbirth in the home in 1907. Per, husband and father to Niels, was devastated and thought to cope he would bury Marta in the backyard. <laughs> like, keep her close. Why? Mm -hmm. Locals found out only a couple days later of what Per did, and they demanded he bury Marta in the cemetery. Yeah. Yeah. Per did agree to do this. But apparently the next day, the entire Headland family disappeared and they had taken Marta's body with them. Oh, so they're he like, can't he can't deal. let her go. Oh. Yeah. Niels decided to come back and live in the vicarage once his father passed away. One day he hung his laundry on the drying rack in the garden. When he looked up later at the laundry, he would swear he witnessed his laundry being pulled from the drying rack. There was no wind and he could tell that the laundry was obviously being pulled and not flying or floating in the wind. 
Headland moved out soon after, uh-huh. but then in 1930, Vicar Rudolf Tangden moved in. He didn't see anything strange happen with his laundry, but he did see a lady dressed in gray in his home. Oh, okay. So the laundry thing, I'm thinking it could have been like a stray cat or something because yeah. cats pull on laundry. I've seen it happen. My cat pulls on my tablecloth all the time. <laughs> could have just been. like tablecloth is yes. moving. They're just pulling on it. Yeah. Could that's, have been anything. That's what I'm thinking. Sure. But a lady in gray in nope. your house is a whole other whole ball of wax. different yeah. <laughs> experience. So he recalled that the lady was walking slowly towards him through the big hall, but then turned last minute into the expedition room. You're going to hear that a lot. Expedition yep. room. <laughs> Which is the office where the vicars used to work. Okay. Tangden had so many questions like, how did she get into his home? Yeah. But as soon as he got to it's the a good exp- question, yeah. <laughs> as soon as he got to the expedition room, there was nobody in there as if she completely vanished. This is the <gasps> expedition room, by the way. Okay. So it's just like a nice, little room yeah yeah just okay so we move forward six years when otto lindgren and his wife move into the vicarage in 1936 they never witnessed the gray lady but they experienced phantom footsteps these footsteps would walk through the house then they would also hear the doors opening and closing as if someone was naturally moving through the home but when they wanted to welcome their visitor they couldn't find anybody in the house (laughs) Then, once when Mrs. Lindgren was alone in the house, she swore she could hear music behind the closed door to the kitchen. When she opened the door, the music abruptly stopped. But this happened again later when Otto came home. They both heard the music this time, and they opened the door to the music completely stopping. Was it a marching band? Right? That's what I was going to say, too. (laughs) Nah, Sweden. I don't think it was a marching band. Yeah, no. Okay, then in 1941, Inga Floden, the diocese secretary, was staying at the Borgvanet Vicarage when she was visiting on a business trip. While sleeping in the guest room, she was startled awake at 3 a.m. This is going to be awesome. Oh, 3 a.m. Believing that someone was watching her. Oh, no. When she started to feel that maybe it was just a dream, she scanned her room and saw three ladies watching her from the couch <gasps> opposite of her bed. No, 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 no. I got chills. <laughs> I don't like it. Don't watch me when I'm sleeping. <laughs> three so ladies. Creepy. She quickly turned the light on and no, they didn't vanish. Oh, what? They were still there, but now she could see right through <gasps> them. Okay, I would rather it be ladies than gentlemen. True, true, true. true. Uh, or men of any kind watching me sleep. But dude, she could see through she them see through and them. they didn't disappear when she turned the lights on. No. So they were still. Oh. So what would you do in this situation, Angela? Um, I'd yell and say, get out of here. And, <laughs> um, You'd freak out. I would freak out. Yeah. Was she calm? Inga just kind of stared at them. (laughs) (laughs) So she could see one lady was dressed in black. One was in a purple dress and the third lady wearing gray. The one thing in common amongst the three ladies was that they all looked forlorn. Two of them had their hands in the lap while the third was knitting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's my kind of people. (laughs) Doing something with her hands, Um, right? I'm like literally working on Tunisian crochet here (laughs) while she's doing that. We're all going to crochet when we die here. Yeah. Okay. 
Inga mentions that she thinks she dozed off again. Like, how, <laughs> how did she stay calm? She's like, oh, I'm just going to go back to sleep. Yeah, exactly. And the next day, she didn't real, really say anything about them. But later, she admitted she wasn't really scared, just surprised. <laughs> what the heck, dude? Oh, she has got nerves of steel, Seriously, man. Seriously, she's like, cool with it. Like, yeah, hey, I would have just yelled. don't wake me up. I would have yelled. I would have been like, <laughs> get out of here. Right? Okay, then 1945, Vicar Eric Lindgren moved in and apparently spooky things happened right from the get-go. That first night he slept in the home, he could hear scraping noises above his head as if Ugh. heavy furniture were being dragged from one side to another. Ugh, I don't yeah, like that no. one. He was very surprised at this because the furniture hadn't arrived at the vicarage yet. Oh, so there was nothing in there and nothing things are just there. scraping around. Exactly. Ooh, no, 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 nope. no. Not sure if he investigated that night or later, but he noticed that all the rooms on the first floor were completely empty. He then decided it would be a good idea to start journaling all the weird things that happened in the vicarage. <laughs> yeah. At one point, he brought in a rocking chair. Don't bring <laughs> rocking chairs in, people. Don't, because you know they're going to rock know. on their you own. You know what's going to happen. They're just going to rock on their own. Well, this is creepy. One night he sat in the rocking chair and started reading a book when out of nowhere, he was pushed so violently from the chair that he fell to the ground. He tried to sit down again, but he described the feeling as if being blocked from the chair and he fell again. What? The rocking chair then began moving on its own. Oh, yeah. Because like whatever the gray lady was like, oh, this is my chair. Now. I'm going to knit in this yeah, chair. Get, get out of my chair. <laughs> this is my chair. <laughs> Yeah, Eric then and there decided to never sit in the rocking chair again. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, nope. it's not his anymore. Nope. He keeps getting pushed he, out. It's not his. Be like, fine. <laughs> I don't want to sit there, I guess. The vicarage oh, became world renowned when Lindgren began discussing his paranormal events to fellow vicars and a journalist's ears perked up. He asked Lindgren for an interview and he agreed. December 4th, 1947, the newspaper Osterlund's Posten published Eric's interview where it also discussed Lindgren hearing phantom footsteps, candles being blown out constantly, and sometimes being bumped by an unseen person. Hmm. He also mentioned the footsteps he could hear from the wooden bridge outside coming towards the house, but no one would ever be outside. Then he claimed that he never felt comfortable in the expedition room because he felt someone was always looking over his shoulder or even sitting next to him. The interview sparked controversy as clergymen never spoke of ghosts. But Eric just kind of got used to the activity in the home. <laughs> so today, the vicarage has been turned into a bed and breakfast and people report spooky happenings. And dude, when I say they report spooky happenings, uh -huh. I, there are pages and pages and pages of people who've slept in that house and like written in of what happened to them. Oh, so I'm going to give man. you some. Oh, man. Okay. You ready for yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to go to Sweden now. Okay. <laughs> would you stay at the vicarage? I would. <gasps> I would stay with you if you, as long okay. as you're with me. Okay. Okay. No, sorry. I jumped ahead. So I'm going to talk about what some of these guests talked about in these house. And I'll sh I'm going to show you pictures. This is cool. Ooh, and then I'm going to yeah. get to their tales. Okay? Yeah. Okay. So we have the yellow room. Okay. The Which people room. speculate where Marta Headland passed away. Do you see the yellow room? Yes, it's yellow. It's, it's very, very sunny. Yellow. Very pretty. Guests will report seeing shadows in this room and sometimes feel as if someone is pulling on their clothes. Mm -hmm. they <laughs> That's your favorite. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> they also claim to see a dent on the bedspread as if someone is sitting, sitting on there. it. <laughs> then there's the blue room. 
Must be where Eric Lindgren heard his furniture moving because people who spend the night here wake up to the sounds of heavy furniture being moved around. Similar to the yellow room, guests feel their bed sheets being pulled off in the middle of the night. No, I don't want to be in the blue room. I'd rather be in the yellow Yellow room. room, Yep. Some swear it's from a little boy whose apparition can be seen here. (gasps) And blue is the correct color because sometimes people feel inexplicably sad and depressed in this room. It's a pretty room. I love that it's rug. gorgeous, right? That rug is gorgeous. I love everything in here, but I don't want to feel depressed. No. And then there's the pink room. Oh, hello, happy pink room. Not sure why this wasn't included in the history at the beginning, so I'm not sure if this is actual info, but end of the 19th century, uh-huh. okay, a 19-year-old girl gets pregnant. And Uh-oh. she gets put in this room and locked away because back then, before you're wed, right? Yeah, it was you don't. Social suicide to be yep, pregnant, yep, right? Yep, yep. And to top it all off, they think she was pregnant by a priest. Oh, yes. Gosh, that sucks so much for her. Seriously. So sadly, when the child was born, it was either stillborn or killed right yeah, after birth. Yeah. They buried the baby at the north side of the home, right outside the pink room. Stop burying people at On the, the house, land, dude. dude. Yep. <laughs> to this day, it is reported that the mother and the baby haunt the room. Guests Aww. claim to hear the sound of screaming, a baby crying, and seeing a small shadow figure. lastly recently guests have reported seeing a ridiculously tall dark man wearing a hat in the expedition room nope some claim to see strange images in the mirrors and people feel multiple cold spots around the house so you ready for the guest comments yeah we're staying in the yellow room when we go okay okay deal that's that's i mean what's cool so you're gonna see this there's different rooms where people are reporting but you can actually rent the whole home which I would do. Yeah. You rent the whole home? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So here's one of them. We heard people talking outside the house when there was no one there. The door locked being turned, and we also heard a dog barking. Felt someone blow in my ear. Also heard a man (laughs) clear his throat right by the stair upstairs. That's one. I don't want people blowing in my ear. I don't like that. No. These are all short, so I'm just going to run The door to the pink room slammed shut with a fairly hard force and plowed away the carpet. I tested the door several times, but found it unlikely that it could close by itself so tightly and push the carpet away with such force. A powerful event that etched itself on the retina from the blue room. Felt a child climbing on me and caressing my forehead as I tried to sleep. (laughs) No, no. No, no, no. Felt anxiety and also saw a female figure in the pink room sitting on the bed and then getting up. Heard footsteps on the stairs all night. Oh, no. When we went to sleep, we heard something being dragged upstairs. At 4.04, the fire alarm in the kitchen went off. Ah. At 4.15, both the smoke alarm in the kitchen and the hall started to go off. Dude. In the morning. Something is going on there. It's crazy. In the morning, we could see that a chair had been moved, which could explain the dragging sound we heard, and that someone had been sitting in one of the beds. (laughs) From the yellow room. Was in bed when I started hearing noises and knocks on the wall, then went up the stairs. First gentle, then stronger and stronger. The ladder stopped outside the room. The strange thing was that I hadn't heard any room doors open or close. Again, this is all Swedish translation. Uh-huh. I also felt cold caresses on my legs and feet that I had outside the covers. No, 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 no. That's no, the no. yellow room. You still want to stay there? Well, <laughs> yes. 
Because I don't have a little kid waking me up or or a woman (laughs) screaming and crying. True that. Not the blue room. But um, I just, you know, would keep my feet in the covers. Yeah. And I I do that as a general rule anyway. I don't want things touching my feet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. From the chamber, formerly used as a reception room by officiating priests and considered most important of all the rooms. In the morning, I lay awake and then heard breathing. (laughs) yeah not cool before we left we had made the bed and tidied up the room and we're going to check one last time at that time we were in the house ourselves then the bedspread was half worn down on the floor oh no during the night we heard bangs voices woman and child footsteps upstairs (laughs) and down the stairs a black figure was seen at the doorway between the kitchen and living room no in the morning when we were getting ready to go home we heard heavy quick steps upstairs and bangs dude this place i'm telling you like these are all separate yeah we work for the church of sweden and often visit places that some of us find unpleasant (laughs) dude around funny (laughs) yeah around four o'clock my colleagues fell asleep and i went out to get a charger in the car on my way in i heard voices from the kitchen but when i got in there there was no one there and my colleagues were still sleeping oh that one's good yep what was got to me so what we got to experience at 5 to 6 30 was magical unpleasant and incredibly exciting at the same time (laughs) magical unpleasant and exciting exactly (laughs) it's all the things it's all the things it was full of activity in the form of footsteps knocking even strange sighs and other sounds that i will never forget the most exciting thing was when we were sitting in the pink room just after five o'clock and heard someone coming down the stairs thought of course it was one of the people sleeping up there going down to the toilet but it went past the toilet into the great hall and further into the pink room and stopped right in front of the bed where we were sitting (laughs) then it was dead quiet for maybe 30 seconds then it turned around and went back the same way (laughs) on that occasion we were horrified but at the same time lyrical that we finally got to be part of something inexplicable <laughs> in 2002, I and some course mates from Mythogskolen, sure, rented sure. the entire Pras garden. After a late dinner, I took the dishes and put everything to dry and went out of the kitchen towards the entrance where the others were standing. Then it crashed in the kitchen. Two meters from the sink was a piece of broken glass. Strange if it jumped there from the sink, but we said that it could have some other explanation after all. Towards night, I and two others were lying on the floor against the railing by the stairs, waking up to the front door rattling and the door opening and closing. Nope. Nope. We hear someone walking up the (laughs) stairs towards us and we stare and wait to see if we will see someone coming. Uh Somewhere in the middle of the stairs or almost all the way up, it stops and quick steps down the stairs and a slam on the door again. Uh We gather courage and go downstairs knowing that I locked the door and had the key sitting in the old lock when I had previously been out smoking. Now the door was locked and the key was left and could not possibly have been tampered with by an outsider. Dude. Dude. I don't like that. Isn't I that don't like creepy? that one. <laughs> oh, I would be like, I don't know. I think I would be like so fried. Everything would be heightened. Like so much. Right? All the hairs on my body would be standing straight up. My yeah. heart would be racing. Right. I think I would freeze. I, would freeze. I think my fight or flight is freeze. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be like, 
Oh. <laughs> I can't, can't move. Can't do anything. No. Have slept oh, in Paras Garden four times and have heard <laughs> children's screams. Oh, no. And an old wall phone ringing for full mugs, even though it was not plugged in. I don't know what that means. But <laughs> it was ringing. Uh-huh. Sounds of someone walking up the stairs without anyone being there, knocking on walls, etc. My brother, who doesn't even believe this, says he saw a tall figure with a hat when he had an evening smoke. Oh. He felt watched and a little way from him. There was this figure and he is absolutely sure of what he saw. So he was quite shocked. Mm-hmm. This one's a good one. We had just arrived at the house. My husband was out fixing the packing in the car. I went in. The doors downstairs were closed to the great hall. Heard two talking in there and pulling what I then interpreted as suitcases. Thought if they closed the door, they wanted to be left alone. Then there was silence. When my husband came in, I therefore told him that we should walk carefully so as not to disturb them in case they took a nap. We sat outside the house and enjoyed cold drinks in the sun. Then the other guests arrived in the car. No one was inside the house. (laughs) Felt how the hair stood up on his body. We went in and checked and it was completely empty. Oh, man. Never experienced anything so clearly paranormal. Almost makes me go crazy when I think about it. Was absolutely sure there were other guests in there, but there was something else. (laughs) What the heck? Isn't that creepy? That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, but there's so many more. You can check out the website. It's insane. There's so much. Okay, but I have, I'm running out of time because I'm going over. Oh, right, but you're going to love this. I promise. Okay, I'm ready for the other cryptid. Goblin, troll, Bigfoot. Ah, Bigfoot. (laughs) That's why I love it. Okay. (laughs) So there was this interesting blog I came across written by Deborah Hatswell, where she posts about exploring strange phenomena around the world. She came across a cryptid forum where someone from Sweden posted about an ongoing situation where he sees something close to home, which he called a troll. A troll. Here's what he posted. And I'm going to talk about other stories, but I think it's a Bigfoot. Okay. 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 This is from his own words. I've seen this creature for a number of nights now on my way home from work. The first couple of times I just saw the reflection of its eyes caught by the headlights as it was sitting by the side of the road before it skitters off <laughs> away out into the woods. What color was the eye shine? Did he say? Did he uh, say? He didn't. Not yet. Okay. At one time, I saw it peeking its head over the side railings along the dark mountain road I drive home on. If I am to try and describe the creature, I would say it's about 40 to 50 centimeters tall with a big round head and large green eyes reflecting in the lights from the car. It looks like a small monkey, but a monkey without a tail. And I think it has dark brown or black hair that covers its body and head. The thing is, there is no wild animal in Sweden that fits the description of this creature. Bigfoot. My best theory is that it is a troll or some sort of (laughs) goblin. I've heard stories of goblins that live in the woods and in burrows along the creeks and rivers, but I never thought that I would see one, or at least I think it is a goblin. That is the only thing that makes sense about this creature, as much sense as it can make. It's hard sometimes to believe your own eyes when you're faced with something you never thought you'd see or something you didn't think could exist. At first, I thought it was a cat or some other small animal because the first time's few times I saw it, I only saw its eyes shine in the light and that was almost cat-like. So I presumed it was a cat or any rational person would. But as I saw more and more of it, I seriously started to doubt that it was a cat or a four-legged animal. Today, I was, I was driving home on the same road. My doubts were proven right. This time I saw it sitting on the side of the road just as I came around a bend and I had to brake as hard as I could. 
When the car came to a halt, the creature was about four meters from my car and I could see its eyes were staring right at me. Oh, man. I became paralyzed by fear and I could feel my heart pumping. It just sat there for a minute or two, just staring at me with those big green eyes like it was trying to figure out what to do next. Mm -hmm. Then it turned around and ran into the woods and I lost sight of it. Fight or flight or freeze. There you go. Froze for a second Froze, and then run. And then run. Go. <laughs> Get out of here. I sat there for a while trying to understand what I just saw, but I couldn't wrap my head around it. I don't think I will be doing much sleeping tonight. <laughs> I apologize. Think about this creature if I see it again. I'm not sure what I saw, but I say I think it might have been a troll or something like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now... I think you're going to think this is more Bigfoot because I have a tale from a lady who had a strange encounter in the Voxner region of Sweden. Okay. okay. Yeah, this is hard. I couldn't tell if this would belong to this like 1985 tale. I don't know when this happened, but it's crazy. Okay. okay, okay. So Swedish blog, strange creatures in Europe. States a woman who wanted to remain anonymous went out to a recreational area at Voxna to clean out their family cabin for the waiting summer. After a short while inside, she suddenly heard what she described as pretty heavy feet moving around outside <laughs> the <laughs> isolated cabin. Yeah. She sensed that this was not your ordinary intruder and was so scared she actually hid under a bed. Ooh. I never saw the creature, but when one hour had passed, I got up and went outside, and then I found giant footprints in Yay, the garden and around the house. Yep. Yay. In the snow. The lady stated the footprints measured 45 centimeters in length and 30 centimeters wide. That's huge. There was plenty of them, but she had no knowledge of making plaster casts and didn't even consider that option as a phenomena of a Swedish Bigfoot never have come up before. She knew what she was experiencing was neither human or animal, and the tracks were almost human in shape, but quite large. It was on hearing about the next report in the region that she made the report. As a couple mm -hmm. of weeks later, two teenage girls in the same area of Oxna were skinny dipping in a nearby pond when they suddenly hear, heard someone or something moving around in the thick undergrowth on the shoreline. Teasing and calling the intruder a pervert, which they presumed they <laughs> caught like spying yeah. on new girls bathing, right? Yeah. Being in a pair and not scared of the pervert, the two girls moved closer and closer towards the shore, <laughs> planning to surprise and even catch the culprit red-handed. Uh -huh. Instead, something out of a nightmare suddenly rose up in front of them. <gasps> Tina, 15, stated, how can I describe this thing? Well, it resembles an ape, but it <gasps> was far more uglier and very, very large. Oh, uh, it's a yep. big foot. Exactly. Her friend Petra, 16, agreed and says that at the same time, a terrible stench came <gasps> from the creature. Yes. Which growled at them and began pounding its chest. <gasps> Tina and Petra were so shocked, they ran back into the water and swam ashore a bit further down to avoid any further contact with the ugly ape-like creature. Yep. Then both girls ran through the woods without their clothes on and didn't stop until they were home a couple of kilometers away. <sighs> Yeah. Naked run. Naked Woo! run. Woo! Petra's father didn't believe their story about the creature, but admitted that something had given the girls a pretty bad scare. I thought it must have been a bear, he said. There are bears in the area, and if this one had a cub on the side, it could have seen the girls as a potential threat. The girls themselves, badly whipped by lashing branches during their hysterical run through the woods, was adamant they did not see a bear, but something far more frightening. It was like a monster out of a movie, and it walked upright on two legs the whole time. It's a Bigfoot! 
foot, Tina said. It's a big foot. Even if it was ugly, it more resembles a man than an animal. Ah, it's big foot. Exactly. I love it. I love it. So when you were talking about them running through, I started to giggle. I don't know if the mic picked it up, but let me tell you what was going on in my head. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's see if you get this re- reference. Okay. We're going streaking. <laughs> Is that Will Ferrell? <laughs> yes. <laughs> But see, he would be the it. Yeah, <laughs> he would be the he's it. He's big and hairy. <laughs> I love that. Oh man. Um, so the area where these possible Swedish Bigfoots have been seen is extremely inaccessible, according to locals. Even dangerous, except for the part where the lo- the cabins are located, with many small lakes and swamps. It's located just south of Bolnes, and cutting right through it is famous Helsing Helsinge. Helsing Trail, a walking path over both lower and higher ground, surrounded by low mountains. So there you go. There, it's a it's a big it's foot. a big yeah. foot. It's a big foot. Maybe he saw a baby Bigfoot. Maybe goblin. It, yeah, because it, it wasn't was small. As, it wasn't it was as really big. small. Yeah, he may have seen a, so a small one. Maybe or it's maybe a goblin. But there you go. There's there could be goblins and Bigfoots. So it's a big foot. Yay, Sweden. Sweden has everything. Yeah. Big feats. Big feats. <laughs> Ghosts and big feats. And Yay. Lake monsters. Lake so. monsters. Okay, this was fun. I, I liked it. I told you it. you'd yeah. like it, right? It's way different than what I thought it was going to be after watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was not going to do anything similar to oh, what the movie, because this movie is this movie, bonkers. Man. Yeah. So before we get yes, into the before movie. before we do that. If you guys have been to Sweden or you have any stories that you want to share, we want to hear them. Woo. Please email us at theominousstitch at gmail.com. You can also jump over to any of our social medias um, and just say hi, drop a line. We will answer you back because we love to talk to our stitchers and we love to get to know you. If you want show notes from today's episode or any previous episodes, you can go over to podbean.com. That is where we host our wonderful little podcast for you guys. And you can pick up any show notes from anything that you want to review or there's a little button in the upper right hand corner. You guys know the drill. You can click on it and become a patron today. We do this because we love our stitchers and we love building a community, but you guys really do make it possible for us to continue to do this for you guys. So if you want to become a stitcher, please do so. We would love for you guys to, well, you guys already are stitchers. <laughs> I saw Nicole Lena and she's like, wait a minute. Patron. You mistook. <laughs> If you want to become a patron, we would love your support that way. We will send you presents. We will give you shout outs um, and you get patron exclusive episodes. So if you want more of Nicole and I, you got it. You can get it. All right. Now we are ready for movie time. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's time for some midsummer craziness. It's movie time. Movie time. week's movie review midsummer released in 2019 imdb rating of 7.1 stars and synopsis a couple travels to northern europe to visit a rural hometown's fabled swedish midsummer festival what begins as an idyllic retreat quickly devolves into an increasingly violent and bizarre competition at the hands of a pagan cult Director Ari Esther, do you know what he also directs? No, what? Hereditary. That's oh, why you think this is mind trip and a half. Makes sense. 
Makes sense. Right? Pays attention to all the tiny little details. So good. That keep that mood going. That was like Mm -hmm. one of my favorite things about this movie is that when they're high, you see it. And when it wears Uh off, you see it. Yep. And that's the coolest. I think that's the coolest part about this movie. He's so cool. I love this You just you see it the way the way that he makes everything move. It's gorgeous, right? Mm -hmm. He again details the town is or the little village is so pretty, gorgeous. But then like colors and things because the 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 way the colors work, yeah, yeah. The mood set because you see it's dark in Danny's room. Yeah, she's dealing with her sister and like she's freaking out. It's like dark. Everything's dark. Everything's dark. Um. Even when they're in the bar, like it's a little darker. They're at the party. It's darker. Like in New York, mm-hmm. right? She's, it's like, I feel like it's all about her. It, well, right? it is about her. Yes. The whole movie is yes, about her. But yes. But the mood of the lighting, everything is so mm-hmm. detailed. And then they go to Sweden. Yeah. And it's, ah, and there's no darkness. Remember, like, even yeah, at no night, darkness. Yeah. Because middle of the night, because it's midsummer. Yes. The, the, the sun doesn't really set. Sun. It gets dark for a couple hours, but then that's. Not even dark, dark. It's just not even dark, a dark. little darker. Yeah, you can see still. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so cool. Our, like, oh, all these little details in this movie. It's so spooky on a different level. It's not ghosts, right? It's not, it's horror to like a different degree. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> that cult. Like, yeah. And it's just so crazy how they, how he makes them portray, like, oh, they're all happy. Oh, they went to town. Oh, you know take this tea like they're so like creepy on the surface of happy right and then it's yeah. like and there's I, I have I have so many thoughts and feelings First I know all, right it's a it's a long movie it is a long movie um but it is beautiful to watch I think this is the first Florence Pugh movie I've seen okay have you seen Black Widow no Oh, I love her in Black Widow. Yeah. She's good in Black Widow. Have you seen, um, she's also in a, in a wrestling movie, like one of her first movies, she's in a wrestling movie and it's so funny. Like she portrays a real, like real life. Wrestling family? Yes. Oh, I did see that. You saw that, right? I think so. Let me find it. I mean. They're, they're like, she's Irish she's or something. Hair. Yeah, black hair. Oh. That's Florence Pugh, right? I okay. Love Pugh. Well, then I have seen her before, uh, but yeah, she's fantastic. What else? She's, she's well. I never seen Oppenheimer. She's in that. Yeah, I haven't seen Oppenheimer. Don't worry, darling. Yeah, which is another. I never saw that movie. one. Okay. I never saw. I know all the stuff that oh went gosh, on with that one, but I, I haven't seen Little it. Women. I never watched that actually. Which Little Women? The newer one, twenty nineteen. Little Women. No, I nope. haven't seen that one. Okay. Fighting with my family. Yes, I saw that. Fighting with my family. I didn't realize that was her. That's cool. Okay. She's also in another horror movie that we'll probably watch at some point called Malevolent. Mm-hmm. But anyway. I love her. She's, she's in a lot of things. Yes. She's cool. I've seen a lot of interviews with her yes. and I've always like, I'm like, she's cool. She's cool. I she's can't wait to see a movie. She's one of my favorite. Watch Black in, Widow okay. this weekend or something. Okay. I'll have to watch it. Because she's my favorite in that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like I know Scar Joe's, but I love Florence Pugh in that movie. Okay. I'll anyway. have to watch it. Okay. Okay. But go ahead. Sorry. So I don't, I have so many thoughts and feelings. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel for her and I know that's the idea is that you feel for her right but like dude dealing with her family and yes her boyfriend is a piece of work most of it is his 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 friends but like his his ability to be influenced by his horrible friends the whole time yeah oh she's just his sister your sister does this all the time like he like totally yeah 
Yeah, he's yeah. so mad at yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. You don't treat your your girlfriend like that, right? especially your girlfriend of multiple years, like seriously, three years, it, and she almost four. she needs family. She needs somebody that she can lean on, and right. the whole thing with her going, "Am I leaning on him too much? I'm pushing him away." No, no. And the, whoever her friend was that she was talking to, and like, if he, if you're feeling that way towards him, then that's a red she flag. She needed to listen to her. Yeah, friend. she needed to listen to her friend. <laughs> But I feel so much for Danny because she lost everything because her her sister was sick. Yes. And her sister made decisions for her and her parents mm -hmm. that caused Danny to lose her family. Mm -hmm. I'll just put it that way. Nice. If you haven't seen it. Oh, good point. It's very like it's the one thing that this movie does is it's it doesn't hide anything. No. You see everything. <laughs> It shows We're talking about everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. There's some nudity. Oh, yeah. And it's everything. Everything. <laughs> it, yes, everything. But it's it, all. It just, it ha I feel like I maybe he could have taken it out, but it just contributes so much insanity to this movie. Well, yeah, it makes everything like very real and authentic. Yes. yes. And it makes you feel like, like you're there with it them. It makes it feel like sh this is actually happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're experiencing the insanity and it's, it's, he's inviting you to process with them yes. what they're experiencing. So you get to, I mean, they're on drugs. So that's the one thing I guess you can be too if you want to when you watch this movie. You can movie. take some mushroom tea. But like, um, the way that there, I mean, everything is out there in the open. He doesn't hide anything from you. So you have to process it along with the characters in the, right. in the film. And it's like, how does your brain process what's happening in front of you? How are you going to feel and respond and be affected by it? And everything is so very shocking and so very mm. different. And the reaction of the people when, when it's happening mm -hmm. is so off from what you think it would be some people react the way you expect them to right but the majority of the people don't no like the first whole like when it first starts to turn yeah i don't want to give everything away because you gotta see this movie it's on max um there's a there's a really shocking scene that you just don't expect it comes out of the blue i've seen this movie before still shock me i was like ah! which, which scene just just there give me the cliff the cliff scene okay that's where it kind of turns yeah, that's the big turn. Yeah. That's where that's where they start to realize, oh, this festival is about something else. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah, and it's like holy crap! And it you see everything. You just see like everything. <laughs> it's it's graphic. They don't cut away. You no. expect them to cut away, no, they and they don't. don't cut away. And you're like, ah, you feel it, and it's it's insane. It's intense. It's very intense. That's a good word for it. Yeah, it's intense, and it's really interesting the way that he showed how she was because everything's about her. The way that right? she experienced it, mm -hmm. she went numb. She like went numb. everything just went numb. Yeah, and she was like, uh, she didn't know how to act. Yeah. And, um, and, okay, I have, <laughs> it's, this a, was a bonkers movie, guys. It's a bonkers movie. It. It's beautiful. Gorgeous. It's, uh, it makes you question a lot of things. It makes you process a lot of things and come up and deal with how you feel mm -hmm. and how you experience things just like hereditary does yes and family it's a big yeah big it's part about it. family doesn't it feel like these were actual pe not actors at all yeah they didn't i would feel be so like, convinced that this was actually real like yeah 
it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, they're it's a very ancient pagan mm-hmm. rituals that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like a fun summer festival. Like at first I was like, oh, it's like <laughs> we used to work at Cal Lutheran, which has a big Scandinavia festival. Exactly, right? which I love. Right. Yeah. And so That's a lot of it, it was. Is, <laughs> a lot of it is, kind, I mean, a lot of the traditions like at the very beginning right. felt very like that right. at, at Cal Lutheran. It did, yeah. Yeah. And the Scandinavian festival is so much fun. Yes. And so I was like, oh, it's like this at the begin at the beginning of yeah. it. But <laughs> On mushrooms? Yes. (laughs) Well, on mushrooms. Well, no, not necessarily the mushrooms, but like, you know, the the maypole and, you know, they have some things that you feel are traditional, but then you get way into their culture and how they live and everything is very graphic Mm -hmm. and out in the open. Mm -hmm. And it really makes you think of how like really old, like the Grimm's, the brother Grimm's yeah. um, fairy tales. And like, if you go back to the original before they got sugar coated, this is it. Like it's graphic yes. and it's gory and it's very detailed and everything is very graphic and gory and detailed, mm-hmm. but they do it with such like a pleasantness. Yes. <laughs> that it's everything's natural and then they're doing it for a reason. And they, they explain everything yes. and everything has an order and a reason. But and this dude, is the it's way murder it's been for centuries, <laughs> but like it's murder yeah it's crazy yeah okay fun fact yeah i wanted for a few years now i want to be a mayflower queen for halloween oh like, my gosh wouldn't that be fun can you imagine how freaking heavy that oh my gosh outfit was yes. i think i saw her like talk about it once oh it really was just like so many she flowers. can't move <laughs> you can't you can't move in your that. head's stiff and you've got this big flower cape on it's crazy mm-hmm. she had to walk in it i'm like did she have people underneath her like <laughs> pushing. pushing her because my gosh that's better than the bear it's got to be like 300 pounds <laughs> oh my gosh no spoilers i'm not gonna give away <sighs> um anyway this movie it really gets you and you think about it a lot and this is why i made her watch it because i was like this is a good different type of horror movie mm-hmm. and i couldn't it wasn't um you couldn't watch it for a while you had to rent it so now being on max i was like yes now we have we it can watch before. it and i wanted to save it for <laughs> midsummer but i was like what happens uh-huh. if it goes away yeah 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 so, so let's like, do it now yeah <laughs> sorry i jumped the gun on it that's okay that's okay so how many stitches would you give it <sighs> i don't know there's <laughs> I'm still processing everything <laughs> right? that I saw. It's crazy, right? It, it's. I a, think you have to watch it again, too. No. Yes. <laughs> because watching it again, like, made me, like, actually observe more. I feel like I saw more the second time than I did the first time, honestly. Because there's just so much to process. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot to process. There's a lot where you're watching it and you're like, oh, this is pretty. And then you look a layer deeper and you're like, oh, this is not kind of what's happening here uh-huh. and then you're like oh this is what no sinister. this is not good and then you look deeper and you're like i don't know what i feel about this <laughs> and then you're back to everything being pretty again <laughs> and it's crazy because it's like again it's 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 so ominous and sinister but it's not at the same time to them yeah and it's not like they're kool-aid brainwashed like it's a part of their history like so i'm sure at some point when they're being indoctrinated into it if they weren't born into this village is what they call it but it's a cult a cult um it's 
you know, if they weren't born into this and then mm-hmm. they were brought into it, I'm sure they have moments of being shocked. And I'm sure while they're growing up in it, they have a lot of moments of being shocked. Mm-hmm. But everything is so normalized. So normal. And they're smiling the whole time. Everything's so normalized that they're like, oh, it's okay. Yeah. This is part of the life cycle. And they explain everything yes, away. Life, and- life. This is natural. Mm-hmm. Everything's natural. So <laughs> I don't know about murder, but you know, yeah, <laughs> it's insane. Anyway, you don't know how many stitches he has. This is the unknown stitch movie. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it because sometimes I'm like, it was too much, and so I want to give it a lower stitch rating. But uh, I'm like, that's the point of it is that it is so much, and you right? have to really process it and but I'm like I don't know if I can watch it again because I don't know if I can process it again hereditary right it's the the same same kind of thing isn't it crazy yeah it's so much um but it's beautiful and it's a lot and it's doing exactly what it should do so I have to give it a high stitch so we'll say it's an eight yay (laughs) <laughs> she's, she's like doubting herself on this she's like i'm not it because like i i know i know it's got to be a high stitch it's it's, it's an incredible great movie. movie right huh. <laughs> but you feel dirty about it I, <laughs> I well no what... it's not that i feel dirty about it it's just like i don't think i can watch it again because it's a lot a lot to take in yeah I have IMDb up and it's like re- i'm watching the it keeps looping <laughs> the images of the movie yeah holy cow yeah, I have to give it like an eight and a half at least. Like, yeah, it's oh, Ari Aster, man. I hope he makes more movies. He's known again for Hereditary in this movie. He is known for a couple ones that I haven't seen yet, which are um, Bo is Afraid, which came out in 2023 with Joaquin Phoenix. That one oh. doesn't look like a horror. It's just more of a trip, mind trip, I think. Yeah. Um, Dream Scenario, which I heard about, but I don't know much about it. Um, but then, yeah, I just, I kind of hope he comes out with so many more because, (laughs) and then this is a part of, I think the A24 Uh productions, which are really good and creepy. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, it's a thinker, man. Yeah. You got to sit with it. There are some movies that are just like incredibly heavy and weighted that you have to sit with. I have, I went to, um, Oh, gosh, I don't even remember what the movie was now, but it was, you know, I was in high school. (laughs) So it was like 93, I think maybe 93. Um, This is one of the times I went on a date and I didn't realize I was on a date because I was dumb and was like, (laughs) oh, I'm just going to a movie with the guy. Woo, cool. But it was a date (laughs) Uh, and I didn't know. You're naive like I was. Right. And so, but anyway, so I went on a date with this guy and we went to see a big heavy movie in 93. It was a three hour movie and I can't remember what it was right now because my brain is still stuck on midsummer right now. (laughs) But the guy that I went with was sweet and wonderful and super chatty and we had great conversations and it was all wonderful. We saw the movie. We left the movie. Neither of us could talk because we were like processing everything that we had just seen. Oh, no. And it was just like, <laughs> okay, bye. It's too much. It's just like, uh. <laughs> That's what hurt. I feel like. Yeah, my head hurts. <laughs> In a good way. I oh, love this man. movie. I know you do. Ari Aster, good job, man. Good job. Good job, Florence Pugh. <laughs> Way to make my head hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, oh, oh, and last thing. I 
I I stitched to this sometimes, but because of all those details, like I couldn't. Yeah, you gotta you gotta watch the details, like because the way that I mean, her flowers breathe, right? Yeah, the grass grows into the grass her grows body. into her body. Like, she becomes it's one with nature. So cool, like how mm-hmm. that like they the captured, visuals in this are really neat. Yes, they captured drug trip like to a T. <laughs> 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 like the trees are like talking and move like like holy crap. So. Yeah. But it's it's so detailed to to a T that like I I couldn't crochet most of the time. I just like oh, yeah, you I have, have to look. watch because it's there are parts that you want to look away, but you have yes, to watch. Need, <laughs> and that's why I said I had to, the second time. I think maybe the first time I was crocheting or something. I don't even remember. It was 2019. No, I probably wasn't. Anyway, the second time <laughs> I was just like I want to watch all of this because I need to capture everything, and it's just so good. It's so good. So you, if you haven't seen this, watch it. Yeah, Nicole highly recommends it. Yes. I'm still at the stage where I'm like, um, yeah, it's <laughs> it's a lot of a movie to watch. It is. So you got to be prepared because it's a lot to watch. It is. Don't watch it with kids. Have you watched it, Stitchers? Yeah, have you watched us? Let us know. We want to hear about it. She's queuing me up right now, guys. <laughs> the look on her face is awesome. I'm sorry. I just know this is a long episode. Thanks for sticking it out yeah, with us. Thank you man. for sticking it out. Let us know what you thought about Midsummer. Let us know about what you think about Sweden. Sweden. Let us know what you if think you've about been there, Eurovision. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Okay. Uh, good. Okay. We're going to end it now. So yeah. until next time, we'll see you, Stitchers. See you, Stitchers. Uh,